Hey, Joey. Hello, Mike Lawson. And hello to everybody listening. My name's Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in L.A. We have been friends for over 15 years, and every single week we call one another and we catch up. Yes, we do, Mike Lawson. Yes, we do. That is what we do every single week without fail. We never miss a week. Here we are. Here we are. You sound very low energy. What's going on? Face to face. Well, it's the time of day. I think this is just a weird time of day. We're recording at a weird time. Yeah, we're not going to be. So everyone should know, if you listen to us live here on Mixler.com slash Afterthought Media, our new new handle, uh, we're changing the day because Mike Lawson's job has changed. Yeah. And so So we're going to do Sundays. Sundays at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern. Right here on Mixer.com slash Drag Race Recap. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Mixer.com slash Afterthought Media. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I actually just went to the theater today. I went and saw a really great show that's going to be... hold on uh, for a second. Now it's time for Mike and Joe (laughs) on the aisle. This week we're talking about the play Mike saw, which is called... Come from away. Come from away. About an airplane that... No, no, no. When 9-11, when people weren't flying around. Yeah, it's that uplifting, uh, lighthearted 9-11 musical. Yeah. It, it, it was really good. It's coming down to L.A. next, so you should go see it if you can. Uh-huh. I wouldn't spend a ton of money to get into it, but if mm-hmm. you can get rush tickets or if you get a hookup, I would mm-hmm. go see it. Does the hookup um, rhyme with Ron Paul? Yes, <laughs> um, but I, I really enjoyed it, and um, that part of the reason why I'm tired too, though, just kind of like, yes, today was a day off, but I, I still had to go into the city, and I'm mm-hmm. still, do you know what I mean? Oh, no, I know what you mean, Mike Loss. You know, I actually saw John Paul today, and uh, we passed a, a banner that said, Hello, Dolly, with Betty Buckley, right? Oh, yeah. And uh, he goes, you should go see that. I go, mm, I'll go see it if you have a ticket for me. Yeah. I'm, I'm dying to see Betty Buckley. Is it in San Francisco right now, or what's the story with it? No. So, um, Come From Away closed today, and Hello Dolly opens, uh, I think, in a, two weeks. Is it in so LA right now? Uh, what? Is it in LA right now? What? Uh, Hello Dolly. Um, I don't know. I think it's it hit. Costa Mesa, and then it's coming up here. I don't oh, really know. Okay. I don't. I don't know. I don't really know. Mm-hmm. Slash care. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we we are getting Betty Buckley too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which I, I I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. I I like Hello Dolly. I think that that's a fun kind of like classic. That I don't know. That's what musical theater 
I don't know. It returns to its roots. It feels very like, I don't know, good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what's going on with you, Joey? What's what's everything? Are you angry about RuPaul? RuPaul's Drag Race? All-Stars? Well, I'm angry about the people who react to RuPaul's Drag Race. No, I knew about that for weeks. And I think that was kind of the problem is... I had to re-record a show and everything because people got really angry that I just why wasn't so up in arms that Manila Luzon was eliminated. And I do I do I do think that's a problem. If we're doing a recap show, we do it to treat something as if it is important when people find it important. Uh so we re-recorded the show. But uh uh You I, did? Well kind so of did yeah. you put it out twice? Well, luckily, luckily, the episode that we did with this for the first time, we were on YouTube Live. So I've kept oh. the YouTube Live episode up there. And I think the Patreon supporters still have the recording of it. But the gotcha. actual, the people who subscribe to the Drag Race Recap feed, they got a different episode. I got the one you did with Jamila. Yes. And it was really good. I like Jamila you. a lot. Yeah, you I'm, guys are good together. I'm, asking, I'm thinking of asking her to finish the season with me. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. Yeah. Her pers- her perspective is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um and it's, you know, at some sometimes it's like I don't know, it, it's it's everything. I like every I, everything about it. It's good. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so yeah, yeah, that episode that I recorded with I usually record with Jamila on Sundays, same kind of show, but uh uh we I moved it up so that I could release it on iTunes in place of the one we did on YouTube because we we did really ignore Manila. <laughs> For everyone who doesn't watch RuPaul's Drag Race, this like, gigantic thing happened, and the guy was co-hosting the show with, we both knew it was going to happen, so we pretended as if nothing... We don't even pretending, we actually just didn't acknowledge it. It was right. weird. So, whatever. <laughs> but now we gave it its proper attention on iTunes. Cool. Uh, all right, so anyway, uh, what I was going to tell you about, speaking of, have you ever heard of these Tanga eggs? Um, is it a masturbation? Oh, it sure is. It's a masturbation uh, device. Yes, my yeah, never heard of it. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Tell me about it. Anyone? Well, I don't think I've talked about it in catching up. I've talked about it in any other show that I do. I've talked about how I recently discovered these tanga eggs. Okay, and I purchased. You can buy them, and you can buy them individually. They're about seven dollars on Amazon. By the way, I'm going to contact them and tell them they should sponsor me because I just talk about this product so much. Yeah. Anyway. You can buy them at seven dollars, or you can buy a six pack. Okay, and they Wait, come a six pack. How yeah, many yeah. dicks do you have? <laughs> well, no, you could, they have different textures on the inside. Okay, oh, yeah, six okay. different textures. And so uh, I bought the hard boiled pack, which uh, I found is more durable <laughs> than the other one. And they have six different kinds of textures on the inside. I, I happy to okay. report if anyone was cu- curious. And I think I, I, okay, okay. Well, I'll, I'll, just to jump ahead. I was so happy with my purchase. I bought this six pack for a friend, a very one of my good Judies, so to speak. Right? I said, "Merry Christmas! Here's a present for you." Okay, we're going to come back to that in a second. I bought it at the same time that I bought mine, and I got mine last Saturday. And I'm happy to report that I've worked through in that week. Yesterday, I finished, and I worked through all six. Okay, okay? I've tried all and do six. Do you do like one at a time? Well, yep. I mean, one a day. I mean, okay, gotcha. One a day. And uh, so I got it last Saturday, starting Sunday, and I think I finished. I finished yesterday. I must have skipped a day. No, you know the one I, I did twice. One, uh, one twice. Anyway, the point is, uh, for those of you who are wondering, in the six pack, uh, my favorites personally were uh, misty and shiny. Okay. okay, misty and shiny. Anyway, 
So, like I said, I bought two six-packs, one for myself, one for a friend. And I got the little shipping notification that says, you'll get yours on on Saturday, and then the other package will arrive on Monday. Like, sounds fair. Okay. Wait, who'd you buy it for? I don't want to say kind of but I don't think that they, I don't know how people know they have a masturbation egg. Okay. Okay. I didn't know you didn't say it. Okay. So, uh, I buy for the friend. Okay. Okay. Then on Sunday, I get an email from Amazon saying, listen, we tried shipping this to the P.O. box that was listed. And, uh, it was, I got my eggs, right? But, uh, we could, it was closed. So please contact USPS for further instructions. And I was like, what? So I I don't know what this is. So on Monday, I go, let me see what happens on Monday. So on Monday afternoon, my friend's in a different time zone, right? I call him and I say, listen, did you get these eggs? And he goes, no, I checked the mail. I haven't gotten anything. I was like, okay. So I'm going to call Amazon. So I call Amazon. And thank God. I really do thank God. This guy answers. He's, I, it, it was such a, he was such an odd personality. He's like, hello there. No, but not like a, like, but like almost like an old timey general. He's like, hi there. Right? Like that, mm-hmm. that's actually a better impersonation. Hi there. And I go, oh, hey. He goes, how's the morning treating you? And I go, treat me just fine. I go, listen, um, I just ordered this package, and it, it, I told him what happened. Right? I don't think repeat the story yeah. to you. And then he goes, he goes, well, let's see if we can try and find this sucker. What's the order number? And I give him okay. the order number, and he goes, all right, oh, order number. Okay, we got it right here. The Tenga Male Masturbating Egg. Okay. Oh, shit. And I'm like, oh, God, right? This is so embarrassing. And he goes, okay, let's see if we can find this thing here. And he goes, well, here's what I'm going to do. I don't know. It says here, yeah, it seems that there was a problem. I'm going to... Call the USPS right now, because if you try to call the customer number, you're going to be on the phone for an hour, but we have a direct line to them. I'm going to call them right here, and I'm going to connect you two, and then you guys can talk, and then I'll come back, and whatever, we'll, we'll deal with the result. So he okay. calls, and his old Asian lady answers, okay? And she's like, hello? And he goes like, hi, I got a customer on the phone here at Amazon, and he goes, uh, he ordered this uh, Tanga male masturbation egg, and it's supposed to arrive, they, and he told her the whole story, and she's like, hmm, and then she's typing, and she says, I don't see a Tanga male masturbation egg here, hold on, let me see if I can, and she said she puts us on hold, and he's like, she's gonna get right to the bottom of this, you just hold on, and then she came back, and she's like, you know, we don't have a record of that, because even, like, the zip code wasn't showing up and everything, and then she goes, let me take your phone number down, and then we'll call you when we figure out where it is. And I go, fine. So uh, I give her the phone number, and then she hangs up, and then he goes, yeah, well, I hope you get your uh, your product there. I'm like, okay, thanks. He hangs up. <laughs> Meanwhile, I get a text message. The it, The package arrived that night. Oh, right, so it did arrive. It did arrive. It arrived that night. Like after normal post office hours. Did they send a second then? No, they sent the no, 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 no. no. You know what's so funny? I Mike Lawson, this happened a week ago. No, Monday. It happened on Monday, this phone call. I got a a, a phone call today from the post office and with friends. <laughs> and the woman goes, Hello, hi, we did the research into the Tenga male masturbation eggs. It looks like it was delivered that day. And I was like, Yeah, I know. I found it out. She goes, Okay, well, thank you for using United States Postal Service. <laughs> 
So it was just a bunch of me having to hear about these fucking male masturbation eggs. Didn't stop me well, from I'm using glad them. they arrived to whomever you sent them to in another time zone. I'm sure he's really sweet. <laughs> okay, what's going on with you, Mike Lawson? Nothing. A whole shit ton of nothing. Oh, really? <clears throat> Yeah, I sent out uh, Valentine's Day cards. Listen oh, yeah. to this, mm-hmm. Joey. Mm-hmm. Um, I sent out these Valentine's Day cards. I don't really understand how this happened, but somehow I have lost like the list of addresses I used to send like Christmas cards to. Mm-hmm. I haven't sent cards in a while, in a mm-hmm. couple years, but mm-hmm. I've somehow lost that list. Mm-hmm. I don't really know how i did that because i feel like it was like a digital file like Mm a google doc or something so i I must have like purged files one day and accidentally got rid of something Mm -hmm. so anyway if you didn't get a a valentine's day card for me sorry about it that's why i said that because there are some people listening that I probably should send a card to, but I just don't have an address for it. Is this the way, is this the way you're trying to apologize for not sending some people these cards? Yeah, kind of, but it is true, too. Mm-hmm. Like, it's both of those. Yes, it is that, but it's also the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyway, I sent a Valentine's Day card. Did you get yours, by the way? I sure did. It was very nice. Thank you. And I addressed it to your mom and dad, too, didn't I? It just said Batance. Ooh. <laughs> But my mom told me, you got a very nice card from Mike Lawson. Didn't I put her name inside of it? Did they open oh, it? Oh, I don't know. Oh. Um, I was just curious if they saw it. So I sent them the card. I sent um, just to different people. But, Joey, in one card I had, I have a friend named Cynthia and her husband named Paul. Mm-hmm. And I kind of wrote like a... A nice message about, like, love and how, like, their relationship is, like, a nice, like, thing to look up to and, I don't know, kind of, like, bullshitty, but also, like, true. It's a holiday about love, so why don't I talk about, you know, their love, right? Mm -hmm. Joey, I sent it, and before it even arrived, because it was the very next morning, Mm -hmm. on Facebook, she posts that they're getting divorced. (gasps) (laughs) Like a fucking Seinfeld episode. I'm like, should I go camp out, pull a Joe Batanz and like try to rush to their mailbox and catch it before? (laughs) So I just sent her a text because also in the Facebook post, it said like, Mm -hmm. we're not answering questions about this right now. We're Mm -hmm. kind of, we hope to like be friends sometime soon, Mm -hmm. but you know, we got a lot of stuff to kind of work through. Mm Mm-hmm. So they re- please respect the respect and like mm-hmm. don't ask ask too many questions. Yeah, shut up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I I sent her a text though, and I was like, "Hey, this is weird. I just saw your Facebook post. I want mm-hmm. to tell you that I sent you a Valentine's Day card where I talked about like your relationship, and I think you'll understand that I put my foot in my mouth because of what I just read on Facebook, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so we LOL'd about it, and I think we're fine, but. It just felt like such a I Love Lucy episode plot point or something where she's like, I don't know, then required to go camp out in the mailbox and wait for the mail to drop or something. But what was her reaction? Well, I kind of – I feel like I sort of phrased it very much like, ooh, this is like awkward. So she kind of 
was just like lol mm-hmm. do you know what i mean yeah and it kind of my message to her was about that card but then i sort of quickly was like and i said something like what you know about the next time we hang out i just kind of started going into that so she sort of didn't even acknowledge the card oh, good. yeah um foot and mouth though but anyways if you didn't get a card um i wanted to send you one i just don't have your address so send me your address yeah there you go the end. that's the end by what's the way, up with you be, before we do anything people i saw on social media writing all these kind things to you about uh how hot you look and whatnot and what yeah yeah you didn't i know you were i know you've seen it because you responded to them where they're like who's this hot guy in this new photo on twitter asking for a friend I generally, huh asking for a friend oh asking for a friend i know yeah that was nice of him Mm-hmm. By the way, he probably doesn't listen to this show, don't you think? A lot of people hate me, yeah. <laughs> you know what's uh, so funny? There's a Pride 48 listener named Ed Chan, who, mm-hmm. remember from the old, I don't know what his position is now, from the old, he hated me. Like, hated, yeah. like, legit. Oh, no, maybe, what, oh, Ed Chan was one. Of, is Gravity Talks the same person as Ed Chan? No, different. Well, both of those people hate me, okay? Uh-huh. They always thought I was racist, you know? Uh-huh. And uh, and but then he's always commenting on on RuPaul's Drag Race and stuff like that recap. And t- Daniel's not on that show anymore. He used to be a big Daniel fan. Anyway, mm. what I'm saying is, if you hate me, don't listen to my shows. Thank you, <laughs> Joe. What's uh, up in your life? What's going on with you? Oh, you mean in the news? I'm going to tell you something, Mike Lawson. Brea <laughs> School Board vote to vote on. Well, it already happened, actually. Okay, I'm, I'm, so I was pulling... Let me tell you my, my life here and catching up. These fucking news places are getting so smart. So first I tried to go to the original LA Times story about what happened with this Brea school board, right? Yeah. It says you've already hit your limit of Uh-oh. school story. But there's, there's a workaround for people who don't know this. You just go in incognito mode, right? Yeah. So I do that, and this pop-up comes says, I see that you're using incognito mode. Uh, if you want to see the story, you have to subscribe. So I go, oh, can't do LA Times. So then I go to OC Register, right? Mm-hmm. And it says, story comes up. And it says, we see that you have an ad blocker. You have, Please uh, turn off the ad blocker or subscribe. And I'm not going to turn off my ad blocker so I can see fucking shitty ads from Orange County Register. <laughs> so now I'm at the Fullerton <laughs> Union, no, the Fullerton Observer <laughs> And the story's kind of old here. Yeah. yeah. But but what's weird is like the your setup for the story is a lot like the ads. Like we just want to hear the story. And we have to put up with yeah. all this bullshit. Mm-hmm. Well get it get it. Give get us a the Joe, fucking story. Here, Joe Batan's here. <laughs> okay. For so pretend I'm a this already happened, but let me tell you okay. what for the past year and a half a debate has raged in the Brea School Board chambers and on social media over the whether to change the name of Fanning Elementary School over allegations that the school's namesake, William E. Fanning, was a member of the Ku Klux Klan in the nineteen twenties. On January twenty eighth, the board is set to find take a vote on whether or not to change to change the school's name. Now, I think that's the gist of it. I think I, we, yeah. the story goes on and on and on and on. But um, so they retook the vote, and I know the result. So they were going to change the name from Fanning Elementary School to Fa- Fanning Academy or something like that, like Fanning Science Academy. 
Okay. And people are saying, well, no, don't call it, call it something else because these guys are yeah. in the KKK. If you're going – like the hard part about this is like getting new stationery and changing the sign outside. Yeah, and it wasn't even like they that were anyway. saying – it wasn't even like they were saying this name exists, change the name. They were going to change the name anyway. Yeah. <laughs> okay? So they're already doing it. Okay? Like now's a good time to drop the yeah. KKK. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> they voted. How do you think they voted? I think they voted to keep it. They voted to change the name to Fanning Science Academy. <laughs> they, yeah. kept the, they kept the guy's name. Uh, well, look, I will say this in their defense. In the story that I read in the LA Times, and they kind of bury this in there, Brea historians, now, I was with my brother when I read this story, and I said, there are people who are historians of Brea, California. Thank you. Can you imagine that? You're his, you're, that's your, that your expertise is Brea? Anyway. Yeah. Um, There's some sort of like KKK history. Yeah, there, yeah. Right? There's a KKK history, yeah. But the Brea historians have weighed in and said they can't find any evidence besides, you know, anecdotes that this guy was in the KKK. He doesn't appear in any kind of roster or anything like that. So, uh, so they're saying, so the, I guess the point that they're taking is like, we're not even sure this guy was in the KKK. It's just really weird that, like, in this story, they're, like, at the school board meeting, the chambers were packed full of people, people on both sides. Like, imagine if you're, like, yeah, we, you know, on Wednesday, we better go out and show our support to keep the KKK guy's name on the school. Wait, hold on for a second. This Fullerton Observer might be the best place to go. I'm looking at this paragraph right here. Listen to this. The primary source of the allegations is a list of alleged Orange County clan members, which Fanning's name appears on, donated, who's donating that, donated to the Anaheim Heritage Center in 1972 by local historian Leo J. Fritz. And you're like, okay, but there could be, maybe this other guy's named Fanning, right? But then listen to this sentence. Another piece of evidence <laughs> is an oral history interview at Cal State Fullerton in which his, William's son, the guy's son, Carl remembers going to a Klan rally with his family in 1924. Mm -hmm. That seems like pretty good evidence. Yeah. And this like sundown town thing. Do you know this? No. What is that? I don't know. Read deeper in the story. Oh, wait. wait, I see it. In which African Americans were not allowed in the city after sundown? Mm. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. So why would, wouldn't you want to distance yourself from that? Okay, well, I, opponents of the I name change. Here we go. Opponents of the name change cite a study commissioned by the school board last year, done by Linda Shea of the Bray Historical Society, which concluded there is not sufficient evidence to know whether Fanny was indeed a Klan member and questioned the validity of the list of the Anaheim Heritage Center. Okay, question the list. But what about the son saying, I went to a Klan rally? Yeah, but also, like, maybe he's a clan member, so, like, let's just change the name. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's not like it's not like the guy died in, you know, 19, I mean, in 2007, right? Yeah. Like, okay, well, this might hurt family members. We don't know. This is the guy with the line in the 20s. Like, is there anybody, are any of his family members like, oh, I really need to be this, yeah. this like, about a middle school? But in Brea? Mm-hmm. But also, Joey, like... There's a there are people that are certainly not clans members. 
Like, you know, yeah. like maybe he's a clans member. So I, if, since it's just a maybe, you know, we what? shouldn't remove him. But like, I'm going there to are Wikip- plenty of people that are certainly I'm going not. to Wikipedia right now. I'm going to look up the city of Brea. Okay. Because then they'll have notable alumni and residents there. Yeah. Right? You know who graduated? I went to Brea Olinda High School. That's my alma oh, that's mater. Right, yeah. And you know who went to our high school? Who? Um, the James Hetfield, the lead singer oh. of Metallica. Okay. Oh, look at this. Look, there's a pretty good list here. Okay. Oh. Stephanie J. Block, Broadway actress, singer, big star, right? Yeah. James Cameron, the movie director. Mm. I knew that. Okay. Can I mention that even? Okay. Uh, let me see. Who else have I heard of? A lot of baseball players, a lot of sports people. Okay. Uh, a Broadway actress named Ali Mousy. I don't know. Oh, I know her. Oh, you do? She's my age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know her. Um, Carolyn Zhang of figure Nick oh Nikki Zirin, the one that's married to Ian Zirin? She's from Brea. I don't know who that is. Oh yeah, James Hetfield from Metallica. You're right. Brea, California. So look, you have look at we have some very Stephanie J. Block, you know, Tony winner, big Broadway actress. Name it after her. James Cameron, one of the biggest movie directors in history. Right? Name Fanning Elementary should go. Yeah. <laughs> This is crazy. Middle school, whatever it is. Scrum. All right. Um, Mike Lawson Elementary. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Lawson Elementary. Oh, but you know what? You had syphilis. So? Okay. Hey, Joe. Yeah. uh, Of the many tasks. Wouldn't it be funny if you were like, we would, but you had syphilis. We're just going to keep the KKK guy on on here. Uh, of the many tasks and programs left unfilled during the recent federal government shutdown, mm-hmm. discouraging elephant seals from camping out at a popular beach at Point Reyes National Seashore was evidently one. Um, so basically, this uh, National Park Service mm-hmm. um, went unstaffed during the recent government shutdown, mm-hmm. and a colony of elephant seals appeared on the beach there's about 50 or 60 of them now mm-hmm. they took advantage of the absence of humans from drake's beach they had 35 pups mm-hmm. since the since then and basically they can't get them to leave um they're sort of like struggling to figure out how to do it and is it because uh, of the shutdown yeah because because the this beach was like uh not oh, staffed mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there was no humans there to kind of shoo them so they just kind of like quickly you know uh swooped in and took over <laughs> that's all trump trump's america but man you know what's so funny is i remember you know did you see that thing that joshua tree is gonna take like two yeah. or three hundred years to recover here's where and i don't know what side of the aisle this was on i don't want to hear it from you john arts okay but in the last <laughs> shutdown People were pissed because they closed down the national parks and you yeah, couldn't go that's in. True. So they passed this law that it wouldn't be affected, that they would just not staff and they just keep them open, right? And then they go, yeah. people go in there and just fuck them all up. I'm Go back to closing them. Well, when they closed the, um, when Obama closed the parks, there was even criticism of Obama that he was sort of like trying to kind of put, um, uh, penalize people, like kind yeah. of take away the public parks so you know, mm-hmm. it put pressure on people to kind of complain that mm-hmm. you know, this gov- government shutdown was hurting them. So they keep it open, and this is what happened. Yeah. Now it's going to take two or three hundred. Do you really believe it? Two or three hundred a year? Oh, because you know what? People went and I like, chopped down Joshua trees. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with people? And like it, like cact- 
those big um like cacti too mm-hmm. take like hundreds of years to grow like you're not allowed to even like knock one down if you own the property mm-hmm. you have to like remove them and place them elsewhere that's fucked up yeah thank you that's my big hot take and then the, the, yeah then they like this shutdown now you have these elephant seals who are all over the place so, so they don't know what they're gonna do why why can't they go ga- gather them or anything well, they. I think they will. They're just trying to figure out how to like humanely do it. Oh, okay. Um. Be, so until the colony decides to move, oh, actually, oh, they had to close certain roads because of public safety. Mm-hmm. Um, they because they want people to stay away. They don't say anything about how they're going to remove them. Actually. Oh, okay. So I don't know. Maybe they're just gonna let them be. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have any other stories? What are we doing? Oh, I sure do, Mike Lawson. Now, here's I got for everyone listening. Mike Lawson and I do occasionally talk outside of the show, and I did tell Mike Lawson one of these stories and say I'm not going to do oh, the yeah. story in the show, but now I'm just going to combine it with another story and just going to do the story in the show. All right. So yesterday, you know, like I told you or at the top of the show, I did the the recap show on Friday night. Sorry. Out of a studio in Hollywood, California. Yeah. And the, and this studio is in a very, very, very busy part of L.A. Okay, very busy. Hard, parking is impossible around there. So I'm driving over there, and I'm, I'm about a mile away from this studio. And there's a street that's like, it's an unusual street in L.A. in that it's like open with park. Well, no, there's no parking, but there's, you can, the reason there's no parking is you can just park there as long as you want. The only restriction is you can't park like on Tuesdays from like 8 to 10 because of street sweeping. But other than that, have at it. And as I'm driving, a car, in, uh, one of the cars that's parked there pulls out, leaving a spot open for me to take. So I said, okay. you know, I was thinking to myself, I was like, you know what? I don't know what this parking situation is by this place I'm going. I'm a mile away. I might as well just take the spot. I don't have to worry about moving my because there is parking by the place, but you have to move your car every two hours. And I'm like, yeah. Ugh, you know, I'll just take this spot. It's a mile away, right? It's such an LA problem. But yeah. yeah. So I park there and I'm walking. I'm all, I guess I'm going to walk a mile. And then it hits me. I forget that I have already signed up with all these scooter apps. Okay. So I go on one of the scooter apps and there's a scooter. I'm not even joking. Around the corner from where I am. I go, scooter it is. Beep, beep. Beep, beep. So I I go to the scooter. I check in. I grab the scooter. And now my ass is driving on a scooter. I must, first of all, I must look like the biggest fucking nerd. Because, (laughs) first of all, I'm a big, fat, middle-aged man. Right? One. Two, because of all this stuff I have to do with work, I'm carrying a backpack. Like, I'm wearing a backpack. And then it's raining. I'm wearing this, like... Really ugly jacket, but it's it's an amazing rain jacket, right? So now there's this middle-aged fat man with a backpack and a hood on, like, on a scooter in the rain, okay? <laughs> well, as I'm on the scooter, I get a... Oh, and by the way, I had been on the phone, so I had my, my one of my ear, my AirPods, my AirPods in my ear. Oh, even dude. Extra yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm <laughs> scootering. I get another call. <laughs> and I go, hello. I can't see who it is, you know. And uh, okay, do you remember? You may not remember the story. But I don't know if I told it on the show. There was no after breakfast at the time. Who knows? But a guy that I hooked up with a couple of years ago. I'm trying to think. If there's anything remarkable about remarkable about him? <laughs> What's so funny? 
I just, I mean, everyone I've hooked up with, there's something remarkable. No, but what I'm saying is, like, I would go like, remember, <laughs> you know, like, like, the, you know, like, there's the senator, right? Like, what would this guy yeah, be yeah, called? Yeah, I know, yeah. I know, I know. So this guy, he was just a guy I hooked up with a couple of years ago. We'll just okay, that, right? But um, it, he's he's he identifies as straight. Okay. Yeah. And okay. that's you know that's that's all I can get right. So then uh, he identifies as straight. He's actually really hot, to be honest with you. And then I, I, you know, after we hooked up, I was talking to him, and he was like, "Hey, I just want to let you know I had a lot of fun, but I just don't really think being gay is my thing. I'm dating this girl, and yada yada yada." I'm like, "Okay, whatever, right?" Mm-hmm. So it's him. I don't even think I've heard much from him since. Okay. He calls me, and he goes. I'm calling you. It's it's really weird. Uh, I was at the gym right now, and I was thinking about you. He goes, I was thinking about how much I want you to eat my ass. What? And I go, <laughs> you're on speaker. <laughs> <laughs> you're on speaker. I'm at a church meeting. And he goes, no, he asked me what I was doing. I told him about the scooter. And I can't believe I told him this. He still he wants still wanted me to eat his ass, right? So then I go, oh, well, look, you've called the right person (laughs) because I'll turn this scooter around. Yeah. Well, he lives in Washington, D.C. Because, of course, God Uh, forbid, Joe, he's from Southern California originally. But uh, he he, I will say this works for the the current Republican administration. Okay. Did he grow up in South County? What do you consider South South County? County? Like Irvine or South? Yes, yes, yes. Uh Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So anyway, uh, he yeah he worked for the current Republican administration, and he called me to see gross, if I gross. Eat his ass. Look, he has a nice ass. I want to eat it out. I don't care. I don't care if it's Republican or Democrat. I don't. I'm not. My 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 tongue isn't partisan. So um, I think mine is. Oh, is it? I'm not I dating him. So. Yeah, but I don't even think I could have like the small talk that's required. <laughs> oh, but I know him already. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like a person I'm just meeting. He drew. I think you're right. If anything was a person I didn't know, you know, a lot of my hookups, like, remember the orchestra guy? The orchestra mm-hmm. guy, he was, um, he was Republican. Um, the senator's Republican. A lot of repressed Republican homosexuals, uh, they like to talk to me. I don't know why. I don't think I come off as Republican. So, um, anyway. Uh, he's like, what's going on? What's all that wind? And I go, oh, I told him about the scooter. He goes, you know what? I, I, I can't take this wind. It's too loud. He's like, oh, call me when you're done with the studio. I was like, okay. So now I'm, sco- I'm taking the scooter. By the way, I'm doing it on Sunset Boulevard in the scooter. I have to like now explode or crawl because there's these three Russians in front of me who are total man spraying on the sidewalk. But I was afraid of them because they were Russians. I don't walk with the scooter behind them. And finally, I started scooting again. Anyway... I get to the place, okay, and I'm walking up to the studio. I mean, my class, I'm telling you, I parked the scooter. I've taken a picture. Get the, that's what you have to do with the scooters. Take a picture, show you where you parked it. Yeah. I'm now turned to walk in the studio. He sends me such a hot, dirty pic. It's so hot, okay? And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, why on earth would you send me that right now? Oh, my God. Is it similar to the grab that I just sent you? Not of me, but. No, it's not. It's not similar in that. I, yeah, I saw what that. What was that? What does that mean, by the way? <laughs> I don't know. It was just the backside of a Dunkin' Donuts like costume, but it looks like a butthole. It does look like a butthole. I will say that. I will say that. <laughs> You're completely right. Um, 
So uh, I get there. I'm like, oh, I go, why are you doing this to me? I go, I'll call you after. So um, I go up to the studio and I talk to one of the engineers. I go, I'm bragging. I'm actually bragging. I'm like, tell you what I did. That is pretty hot. I see it. (laughs) (laughs) I go, uh, I go, I'm going to tell you what I did. I'm really smart. I parked a mile away and I took a scooter. And he goes, why? There's a parking lot next door. Uh, and I go, uh, so then what's even worse, Mike Lawson, is then I didn't get done till nine o'clock at night. So it's raining. So now I have to walk, drive in the rain. And you know, the scooter, I find this out last night. The scooters have little headlights on them. Yeah. So now I'm with a backpack in a jacket <laughs> with a headlight. In a hood, going down like Sunset Boulevard for a mile in a scooter on a scooter, uh, going to my car with a pain in the ass. But uh, that was my night on Friday night. What's going on with you? That's it. I have nothing else. I do want to tell people that we're going to begin recording live on Sunday mornings, like Joey was saying before, at nine a.m. Pacific, twelve at twelve p.m. noon. Eastern. Yeah. <laughs> At com slash afterthought media. That's M I X L R dot com slash afterthought media. And we'll be there every Sunday uh, morning. So make that, turn that into a routine. Yeah. After we record, we'll do some after breakfast tea. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be great. So, you know what? Uh, and this feels like a Sunday morning show. Yeah. Just two friends catching up. Yeah. Every as week. And everyone's making soup or whatever they do on Sundays. They can, uh, they can listen instead of this American life, listen to this, uh, pathetic life. I didn't go to a bathhouse, by the way. Somebody had mentioned that they were going to tune in to see if that happened. Were you supposed I, like, to go to a bathhouse? No, we talked about it last time. I don't have plans to. Mm-hmm. I was just saying that, like, I received, I was out and I got like a coupon or something. And I was like, I could entertain that idea. I'm not, I have no plans to or anything, mm-hmm. but cool. Well, do, do you have, what do you got going on next week? You know, I looked at my calendar cause I find it really responsible and yeah. I have literally nothing going on. Hooray. What about Me you? too. I have, um, uh, I'm going to the theater. Mm-hmm. I'm doing, I'm just going to go see this Edward Albee play. Oh yeah. And then I have, um, I have a f- like a FWB mm-hmm. that has kind of started barking up my tree all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. So that's going to probably happen this week. Oh, really? Yeah. So I might have some after breakfast tea next week for y'all. Yeah. Uh, that's it though. Just living the life, living the dream, um, being boring. Hey, look, I'm always, I'm all for you know, occasionally having a shorter show. I think we should only do the show at its natural length. Yeah, <laughs> me too. <laughs> All right, well. All right, Joey. Yeah, it was nice catching up with you. Go to hell, Mike. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Contact Mike and Joe and listen to all of their old episodes at catchinguppodcast.com. Follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast and on Twitter at podcast. 
Follow Mike Lawson on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Mike Lawson. And follow Joe Batance on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Batance. The theme song was written and performed by Rich Green, and the closing music was arranged and performed by Alex Lefebvre. I'm your Auntie Vera Charles saying farewell until the next time Mike and Joe call one another and catch up. It's what they do every single week. Without fail, they never miss a week. (laughs) 